0: Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave. Dave and Mahoney. Dave, Dave, Dave. Mahoney. Dave, 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 Dave. Oh, Dave, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. Gotta be Mahoney. Gotta be Mahoney. Oh, yeah, Dave. Dave. Right, man. Dave, Dave. and Mahoney. Never mind that sh- Here comes Dave, Dave and Mahoney.
1: Hello, friends, and thank you for being with us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first, Sarah Mahoney? Dave, let's start off today's show with some bad news. There was an actual mother effing snake on a mother effing plane. What? Yep. What? Authorities had to respond to a plane that landed in Newark, New Jersey after passengers on the flight from Tampa go, hey, there's a large snake slithering around on the floorboard of this plane. Wildlife operations were summoned to United Flight 2038 after the snake was spotted on the floor in business class of all places. I paid Ow. the upgrade to make sure there was no snitch Uh The flight was taxiing, and then someone's like, "Hey, there's a snake!" And they're like, "What? Like, how does a snake get on a plane?" Is a because it was a ticket. To- with a ticket? With a ticket. You, the, he's, it he's a businessman. It doesn't he's use, got, it doesn't use the app. He's got steak
2: stuff to do Yeah, across the country.
1: Yeah, he actually prints it out, though. He's yeah. one of those old school guys. Yeah, right? yeah. He, the paper it's weird. you are like, why? We're why? just Why? Wasting. Just use the app. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Anyway, so this... He uh, this, doesn't <laughs> know how to change the uh, brightness on his yeah, app.
2: Yeah. got to sit there, he gets embarrassed...
1: This is so, uh, so the serpent identified as just a harmless garter snake was released outside of the airport. But I, mean, I think about a garter snake, and I I used to mess with those all the time when I was a kid. Why are we snake up. shaming?
2: Why are we calling them harmless? This is maybe why he's trying to get away. Is that maybe what is? why he's going on vacation? Oh, I'm going on vacation. Oh, Somebody else dangerous, dangerous snakes out of there. Leave me alone. Oh, my wife left me for somebody who's venomous. A bigger <laughs> rattle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so anyway, it bit uh, and killed a bunch of people. Yep.
0: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh!
1: So we've seen a lot of things over the years, and we've talked about a lot of things on this show that have spilled onto the roadways. I mean, obviously there was that one money truck that was in San Diego. what is was a year, year and a half ago? A couple whatever it was like yeah. that. But it's it, you know it's one of those just armored trucks, and for whatever reason, blew, it blew open and just money went everywhere. And everybody and stopped. Everyone started snitching on themselves. Exactly. Like <laughs> if everyone was just cool, you could have run out there and probably scooped up a whole bunch of money and got in your car and gone home with that cash, and no one would have known but, but instead, instead you had to live stream it on tiktok and boom <laughs> you're going to jail idiots
3: are they really going to jail now there i think mean, they've the, got to be getting arrested the, least, there was some that are
1: returning the funds some, that, at least the follow-up that i saw there was at least some that had to give the money back and pay fines i don't yeah. know if anyone actually went to jail for it
3: you had to pay a fine that's like Candyland. That is legitimately what all of our games growing up, you are chasing, yes. the, you are chasing,
2: chasing the, money the money trap. Truck. I wanted to yeah. go to a shoe store and get in a phone booth that had 10 yeah. money flying around that I tried to catch. That was my dream those as a child It never those, came true. Those,
1: those Foot Locker Bucks right there. Yeah, they man. were, yeah. Man. That was shoe, shoe, Carnival. Carnival. shoe Carnival. Shoe Carnival, man.
2: <laughs> shoe Carnival.
0: Just
1: one random shoe in <laughs> <and> there <laughs> that Audrey keeps hitting you. Otter knows. <laughs> yeah, dude.
3: Of course I did. I had the biggest feet. So my mom had to get those shoes on discount
1: because my feet were always growing. Oh, mm. a little bozo out here. You got some big feet.
3: Legit. Like my feet, I was scary what size as a child. You eight and a half, but I wore eight and a half at size like six or at, at age six.
2: Really? Yeah. Like Jeez. my feet were. You're, no wonder you are you're like one so well, of so those cute little dogs, though, with the big paws. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I love a dog it, with a puppy with big paws.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I did look like that.
1: Yeah. That's well, cute. so is there anything that because you know we've heard about the spilled beer, we've heard about all the different kinds. Kinds of food and everything else is there anything that you would actually stop for money the money the money i probably wouldn't even i
2: mean it's a
3: hundred dollar bill if it's hundreds
2: sports, yeah if it's you singles your hand out
3: the window at least and just try and catch it
2: Maybe if it like got under my I'd turn my windshield wipers on Maybe if it got like under one of the windshield wipers You are so lazy I, I got place to be <laughs> Where?
3: No you, you don't you don't
2: I don't want to you don't you know, are such You're such a liar You're going to Wendy's sir You're, gonna, you're not going anywhere you use
3: that 100 to get a free lunch <laughs> Have and you dinner. got Hold up
2: You, have you get tried lunch for the week Have you it's tried four to four. pay with food? Pay for like fast food? With actual cash recently? No No Nobody knows how to give change Nobody knows how to give oh, change. I they don't understand. know how to give change. You just push the button. And no, it. I was like at a
3: farmer's time. market recently, and we gave him a fifty, and the guy gave us like ten dollars back, and he was like, "Wait, hold on, how much was this food?" And he was like, "Oh, I thought you gave me a twenty. What, sir? Do you know it how to says
2: read numbers? R- right on there. Do you know how cash <laughs> currency works? I paid for some car tune-up stuff yeah. the other day. You know, it was like a hundred and like. 20 bucks or something like that and I gave him a, I think I had a hundred and a fifty so I gave him a, just because I've been gambling so I, I gave him a hundred and a fifty and yeah, you know you've been gambling whenever you got fifties yeah. <laughs> what am it's, I doing with oh, a it's that
1: stupid Wells Fargo ATM where you're like I'm going to go take out an irresponsible amount of money and it's yeah. like fifties
3: I got a fifty in my birthday card is my grandma gambling hell yeah. maybe she
1: is.
2: she is
3: dang girl Get it. she gave me fifty bucks so she must but, she must be profiting but he gave it too
2: much <laughs> money back like, and I'm like, dude, you gave me too much money. Like, again, every time I pay cash anymore, nobody knows how to give change. You like told him swings you swings got too away. much I, back. I know the guy who owns the auto body shop. I mean, it's, and still, he was a nice, I'm not taking, it, you, No. I'm
1: not going to ruin some work for you. You'll you'll probably need his services again. You don't (laughs) want to screw him over.
4: Yeah. The one time
1: I had a chance to
2: screw a mechanic. (laughs) I missed it. You're like, here,
0: I don't want to be dishonest. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media, at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a
4: message after to the tone. Hey, everyone. um,
1: Is there anyone that you idolized when you were growing up? I could see Mahoney wanting to grow up and be just like Macho Man
0: Randy Savage.
1: Message deleted. I mean, who
2: didn't love the Macho Man Randy Savage? I mean,
1: snapped into a Slim Jim. Iconic. No question about it. I mean, wrestling back in the day when we were growing up, there was a lot
2: of larger-than-life figures. But, you know, I, like, I loved wrestling growing up, but the two that I think about the most, like my childhood kind of idols... I've met both of them, and I've, you know, they say never meet, like, heroes. And, you know, on the sporting side, watching Mike Tyson yep. when we were growing up, nobody was scarier and on on the planet than Mike Tyson, the heavyweight champion of the world. He, he came was,
1: in the studio a few times,
2: has hung out, and is just the nicest dude in the world. Watch, watch the documentary on his life. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, and the other one's Weird Al. And Weird yeah. Al may be... The greatest performer of all time and the nicest dude ever. He's up there. So for those, those are the two for me. Like the we've been doing radio for a long time, and those are the two that like starstruck by.
1: Yeah, I've told you the story before, but like Bob Saget for me yeah. growing up because I watched the Tgif in Full House every Friday, and it was just such a How moment. Could you not? And you know, like I'm in rural Minnesota, I don't watch a lot of TV. There's you know You don't have cable lifetime away from anything that's connected to like Hollywood and show business and everything like that. And then he came through the studio one time because he was promoting one of his comedy shows when he was out on the road and that was really special. And then the the other one is is Wayne Gretzky growing up for me. Again. You met Gretzky? No, I never met Gretzky. That was the problem. The story that involves Wayne Gretzky is I was in elementary school and as you guys know, didn't grow up with a lot of money. Uh huh. And For whatever reason, I'd spilled something on the shirt that I had. Mm -hmm. and
3: funny you say that. I literally spilled coffee all over myself.
1: (laughs) And the teacher that (laughs) was leading our class went to the Lost and Found and got a shirt that had been in there for, quote, quite some time and said, hey, you can just have this. And it was a Wayne Gretzky shirt. Oh, damn. And I loved that shirt until one day some kid walked up to me, Wade, and said, that's my shirt. Where did you get it? And I panicked. And I said, Kmart? 'Cause I didn't know what other story oh, you'd go by a Wayne Gretzky sort oh, of. Had.
3: Dave. And
1: uh and I didn't give it back to him. Screw you,
2: Wade. You should find Wade on Facebook right now and go talk trash to him, ruin his life. <laughs> like Let for him know. real. Yeah. Let's find him. I mean, it wasn't really his fault because I did technically Still steal his shirt. He lost it. Way. Yeah. yeah. Fire's yeah. Keepers it lost right. Wade.
3: Doesn't mean. 80% who,
2: who, of the law. Boom. Yeah. Wade's Weepers, bitch.
3: So for me, like, it, it so was the question who I idolize and who I was able to meet. Tell no, us who you idolized growing up. Okay. Um, well, the one person that, whenever you guys were talking about your, your people who you met, who you, like, love and adore, the, the first story that pops into my head, and this is kind of a little not anybody who I feel like you would probably think that I would freak out over meeting um but we had an event not too long ago and this was like at the height of like his his album had just come out and I was listening to that thing like start to finish on repeat Louis Capaldi and I am talking like I would be driving I don't know what I was going through but like I was, I would be driving and like weeping, listening to this album, like all throughout town.
1: So like, I don't, I don't. forgive me. I don't know a lot about Luis Is music. he is he kind of like an Ed Sheeran, sort of like singer songwriter, like type more dude?
3: like an Adele. Uh, but oh. man, like, okay, like where it is yeah. just so much soul in this. But yes, lyric, like a lyric, like lyric, like sure. writes his own music, sort of thing. So, yes, yeah. and looks very much like Ed, redheaded.
1: Yeah, I just remember that he's like fairly unfortunate looking, but an yes. amazing singer. But I, would, yeah. I, but
3: I would honestly say that he has it, it's more of like that soulful, really like grab you by the heartstrings type yeah. of music. So, um, we had an event, and um, a friend of ours had an interview with him, and She was like, you know, Audrey right here is in the front row. You know, she works for the station, but she is such a huge fan. And he starts talking to me. And as... As he's oh, talking, is that when you they, just started weeping? I just started crying in his face, like legit couldn't even formulate, like like I couldn't even speak. I was so embarrassed afterwards, and he was like, Audrey, be a professional." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, like this is so embarrassing because I have an opportunity to meet you and tell you how much your music means to me, and I blow it." So <laughs> that's the only one, and then I can't think yeah. of anybody who would be my idol growing up. Maybe, and this is gross, probably to say, but I mean, I grew up in like the pop era of like when. All the boy bands, the the teeny bopper girls. Is it Chris Fitzpatrick. No, no I was. I think AJ. the person who I was so obsessed with growing up truly was probably Britney Spears.
1: Oh, I mean that makes sense. Yeah.
3: I mean, but thinking about that now after, like, her post she's been putting yeah, out no, no, i
2: like, Let's not, not, not model our life after and, and, and again, same thing. It's like we, we, you could be a fan of somebody and not agree with their stuff that they've done yeah. or, you know, want to model your life after what they've done. Because the entertainment business, trash. And what Britney Spears has been through is rough. It's Trash. Just really yeah,
3: hard yeah. to stay true to yourself. I feel like
1: in that in that space, especially when you grow up a child star. Uh, growing up a child star and you never have anyone telling you no. Like who wouldn't be an animal? and your mom? Who and your wouldn't dad be are exploiting maniac. you yes. at every
2: turn? That
1: Please leave us. Stage parents.
4: Hey Mahoney and Miss Audrey, this is your local truck driver checking in Which I have a second job as well, and I still follow uh, stocking shelves with milk. Public service announcement and my Mahoney for Let me come in and fill the cart of milk. We whooping ass. We whooping that ass. Y'all have a good day. We love you. Message deleted. I, me I
2: love this. We support our delivery drivers. If you're out there making our delivery drivers' lives harder, uh these are grown-ass adults who will beat your ass, and I will support it. And I will hope to get on their jury and and not convict them. I was. At I will a, sway that jury. I will become the foreman of that jury, and I will sway. I will sway that jury to let them go free.
3: I was at a Coles, and don't ask me why, but herself. it was at a Coles. Hell yeah! And uh, in front of me were two truck driver besties, and they were talking about how uh, they. Try and sync up so like they're like on they they live in different cities but they try and sync up their routes to where they always make it at the same time.
1: Wait a second, so they synced up and they're like, meet me at Kohl's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
3: What, I'm like, they were sitting in front of me and they were like each getting a shirt. They're like, yeah, we're going straight to the casino after this because they were like in their vest. they going like,
1: straight to the casino. I was hang like, on, let me stop <laughs> off and get something at Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> let me get a fresh pack of socks and a t-shirt that says America.
3: Well, that would have been very pretty much like on par because they looked. I didn't realize like how much like biker dudes. Is that a thing for truck drivers? These two dudes okay. look I've like they've up a, a Harley.
1: Sure sure. Were truck drivers? Were they wearing assless chaps? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this show. This is the Dave and Mahoney show. This is Dave and Mahoney.
1: So, getting ready for the uh, big birthday party this weekend. Olivia is turning four. When's the last time that you guys, like, blew up balloons and had to tie a bunch of them? Uh, This past weekend. That hurts, man. It does. I had, uh,
3: like, three nails popped off when I was doing it. I I don't have
1: the nails, so I'm the one that's in charge of tying them. Uh, Like, when you have to tie off one of those big balloons... It's impossible. It's impossible. Well,
3: I would have thought the exact opposite, Dave. Like, I would have thought that the bigger the balloon, the easier, the easier to tie off. Easier, you got a little bit more room. Yeah, now you, you got more. You get stuck in there. It, I almost was, like, jamming it through each time. I only did four of the giant balloons, and I gave up. I did only the tiny
1: ones. I did one freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> one. One.
3: Because it, it really is tilting. Mahoney, yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, you said your wife has like PTSD, post-traumatic syndrome of balloons or whatever it is. That's exactly but right. it like, I feel like your wife does a lot of balloons as well uh, for her, for at her, her school. school.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is what we were talking about, balloon arches the other day and how they are the bane of her existence. That's what's happened existence. at my house this weekend. Uh, my, you you got to pay a professional for that, Dave. I, so now I need to pay somebody to make the balloon arch? If your wife I, wants a balloon arch and you do not want to do it, which I know you do not because they are the one getting the balloons. Yeah, the do stage, you realize how
1: expensive these birthday parties get for me? Well, so you, we already I, rented the mouse house. I have told you. And the cotton candy You machine. started you, you, this. You do
2: not. You do not give me this sob story because six years ago at your daughter's very first birthday, your you first daughter's this. first birthday, I said, <laughs> you're setting the bar way too high,
3: my friend. For a kid who's not going to remember
2: it, Go you guys way will. way too high. You will, which is the important no, part. But you have to keep going up. You, I mean, you should have just started with, like, here's a cupcake, and that's, and then we work you, you our mean, way up. No, do you think less. it has anything to do with me? No, I
1: know it doesn't. What am I going to do, override my wife and be like, no, don't you show our children love and happiness? Uh,
2: yes. They, they no, this is do, my ammunition
1: for when they're deciding what nursing home to put us in they they and be will, like, they remember they... this party? No, no They're they... going to go, no, Dad, no, I was don't. two. No, you don't, don't but that's, it. That's, <laughs> that's, here's, here's one of you photoshopped in Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just
3: Photoshop their memories. Is that what we should do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just take other kids' memories and put their faces. We we have this skill set. Yeah. You're in production. You know how to Photoshop.
1: Sure,
4: yeah.
3: You could just Photoshop sweet little Livy's face on another little
1: soon-to-be-five-year-old. Yeah, I'm sure that wouldn't be traumatic at all when they realize that we Photoshopped them into everything fun that they ever did.
3: They would not know, Dave.
1: Well, It anyway, would be a funny story. Point is, my finger uh, is not okay, and I I'm sure that everyone that's listening to this is very sympathetic, but <laughs> Olivia is your spirit animal. I thought of you the other day when, when this happened. Me? Yeah. yeah oh, sweet little Libby. I walk into the house and Olivia's sitting on the couch and she's got the TV on but she's watching the tablet. She likes playing her games. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of just like sprawled out, you know, just like... <laughs> okay. <"Burr."> yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: and she's I w- making herself peak comfort. Yeah. And I walk in I'm like I'm like, oh, is she the cutest girl in the whole world? And she deadpan looks at me and goes... Nah, can you make me some
0: pizza? (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places, does it smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the Missed Connection Inspection on Dave and Mahoney.
1: So, Mahoney, I think that you're going to relate to this first one because you have had a flat tire before and you've also had a strong beefy man stop with large hands try to help you out and by try to help you out, I mean, actually change the tire for you.
2: Jacked my uh, car up and changed the tire for me. Mm, yeah. I appreciate it, I huh? know. Yeah. That beautiful firefighter. You call that a
3: car?
1: That's a sedan. Mm. Pretty, this is a uh, this is a male for a, a female bigger version of
3: your car. No, I you said you jacked your car, but oh. I said, oh, you call it a car.
2: Oh, Okay, I thought you were talking trash That's on like, my Toyota or on my uh, my no, we, you
3: Literally the same,
1: almost yeah. same brand of car. You've heard of a Mini Cooper. This is a Mini Mahoney. Uh, <laughs> it's entitled flat tire. It's a male for a female. You had a flat tire on the highway. I stopped and changed the tire for you. You tried to give me money, but I turned it down. I made you a different offer, and you said you would love to. If you had more time, mm. what color was your car? And do you have more time yet? Question mark. Put this man in jail. you, you stop to help somebody? And you're like, no, thanks on the twenty bucks, but I'll take a, yeah, yeah, like pass, appreciate it. Weird. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, 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 is this I, dude for dude. I was just, no, no. It was a dude for woman. Dude which, for woman. Yeah, <laughs> creepy. Unfortunately, he didn't get sideswiped by like one of those idiots that always is sideswiping people. Yeah, you're like, oh, a car on the shoulder. I should crash into it.
1: Yep.
3: So you're telling me <laughs> that this guy helped this woman?
1: Helped the woman? And then was like She tried to give him money. He hmm. said no thanks. But I'll take it. And an she's fashioned. like, yeah, she's like I would uh, love to. I would love to, but I've just a little short on time. There's
3: just no way that exchange happened. Like I'm telling you right now, there's no way she was unless she was just like trying to get out of get the situation. Of there, yeah. yes. She's like, yes. but why would you even say if I had more time? Like that part right there just seems weird because She's just to say, to let down easy.
2: What yeah. do you mean who cares? You're not getting murdered on the side of the highway by you? a drifter. Yeah. Yes. If
3: I had more time, he'd be like, I can make more time because I'm going to murder you. I'll
1: just put you in the trunk. Uh this one is entitled Looking for a girl with big breasts. This is a male I'm for here. a female. Uh, tell me <laughs> if, as a big-breasted woman, tell me if this hits <laughs> for you. I'm a man looking for a woman with big breasts, with or without milk. I oh, don't know. That wants to go.
0: What? What? I, hate, I hate the mommy. I that hate that wants, the mommy Yeah,
1: That wants to hang out with me, and I can enjoy the large, bulky, heavy, and sensual bust. I want Odd. to play with them. Let's have fun without commitments, problems, or pressure to do anything. What's up
2: oh, with that? He have to be is, in a diaper. And this dude won't even commit? Like, you you got some weird-ass mommy fetish, and you will not commit. Also, like, let's have fun without commitments,
1: problems, or pressure to do anything. So hang on. We're going to get together. You're just going to slap around my knockers and then leave me?
3: Okay, so I got a question. So guys are obsessed with, like, girl boobs. Uh-huh. Like, do, do, do guys get the same? Like, what if, what if you were just no. getting, like, a little hunk of Like, on yours. Would you freak out?
1: If somebody some girl bit my man boob? <laughs> i oh, never yeah, had that happen. Do? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe like, so i like, yeah,
3: do you ever like? Do you ever like, pinch them? See so like, no, what's no, up? No. So, so,
1: so far in my vast experience on this earth,
2: there has been exactly zero people interested <laughs> in my breasts. Yeah, Not but, even
3: yourself. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like, it, that's how you end up flossy, man. I got hairy-ass areolas over here. <laughs> my chest is hairy. <laughs> ain't nobody, you know, dental ain't, hygiene ain't, is important. Ain't nobody trying to suckle on these things. <laughs> I'm dead.
1: This one is Uber Eats. It is Spring Valley. Uh, it's a very long shot, but I guess if I didn't try, I'd regret. So, hey, Natalie, you delivered food to my house on Monday night via Uber Eats. You drove a white Toyota. You are freaking sexy. (laughs) I I felt a connection. I went to spit my coffee (laughs) (laughs) out. I felt a connection between us, and I didn't have enough time to exchange info with you. You left me a message on the app saying, thank you. You're so kind. If you see this, please get at me. Also,
2: also, can we just talk about what kind of monster greets their... Uber, Uber each driver. Uber yeah, who doesn't? They see don't the want to see you. Anymore? You don't want to see them. Do not open that door. Also,
1: sir, the thank you, you're so kind is an automated message when you leave a tip. Relax.
3: Is this the new? Um Making a phone call and praying that it goes to voicemail, like is the the dinging of the doorbell and oh, then dropping sure. the food off, yeah. praying no, that they don't come to the door and then here. dipping out. The
2: pros, what they do is they put the food down and then they hit the doorbell as they're walking to the car, so there's zero chance. Dude,
3: I get mad if you ring my doorbell. Don't I pu- ring. My I doorbell. specifically
2: put, do not ring my doorbell. I've got but children. I, yes, that's what I put
3: every time. <laughs> there's a, a sleeping, sleeping. Baby. There's sleeping baby upstairs.
0: and
3: The sleeping baby. baby is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't 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 ring <laughs> the doorbell.
0: Okay, Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash uh, Dave and Mahoney.
1: Audrey was the first on the case for this. Billie Eilish has a new boyfriend, mm. and it's Jesse Rutherford. And if you're not familiar with Jesse, he is the lead singer of the band, The Neighborhood. And they um, they had a big hit. Sweater, sweater weather. weather. Which is massive. It's which, a, a big, big game thanks to TikTok. It was, what, 10 years ago at I least? I think 20... Um,
2: actually, no, I think it was like 2014, I was 2015.
1: I But almost 10 years ago, which doesn't seem like it was that
2: long ago. To, I'm Googling yeah. it. 2013. Okay, so, yeah, you're right. 10 almost 10 years, yeah. years ago. You're right.
1: Um, I guess so they've known each other and been uh, been friends for a long time. I mean, there's 11 years age difference between them, which she's has... She's 20, he's 31. Which has some people kind of going, ah, like, you guys met when she was like 15 or 16. Look, she's a grown woman. If they like each other in Hollywood years, 20 and 31, doesn't especially seem crazy music
2: to years where you grew up in the industry like she did. Her 20 is not the average like you and me 20.
1: It just seems weird when you're talking about a guy who's had you know, been in a band, had a hit that was a decade ago. And he's dating somebody now that can't, like, get a glass of wine at the restaurant. The yeah, but, I mean, here. she's
2: one of the biggest I know. stars I in get the music I know. She, can, I know. she can go wherever she wants and get a drink. Dave. I know, but you know you know what I mean. She this turns seems, she yeah. 21 in, like, a month. Also. How, how do you feel about this one, Audrey? Well,
3: it, it, I saw a couple takes, and one of the ones that's the big the big one, the big hot take online right now is the fact that, like, we are rooting for everybody who is a part of this indie sleaze, a lot of part of, the like, the, the alternative rock movement where... You know, we really want some men to start dating women their own age. (laughs) Like, we just really kind of want that to happen. And, you know, especially during, like, the Screamo era of music, there was just a lot of that where we were finding out that some of our favorite artists were grooming women. And, you know, there's just a lot of underage stuff happening in that scene. So it's like the hot take of men finding women their own age and, and then like this weird, like Mahoney said, they've known each other since she was a kid. I don't know. No. I, I don't necessarily know how I feel about it. Like you guys said, she's a grown-up, he's a grown-up, they're doing whatever they want to yeah. now. Um, It just feels like she's so much bigger than him.
4: Yeah, for if sure. If anything, yeah, yeah,
3: but
2: also like, good for her for finding a guy who she wants to be with. I mean, like she's the one who's it making. It feels this like decision. she's calling
1: the shots, right? Yeah, for sure. And, she and is. here's
2: the thing, too. I think in all of that, the date somebody your own age, what works for you doesn't work for other people. Just as long as everybody's a consenting adult, stop trying to yeah. butt into other people's lives sure. at what makes them happy. Full stop. Yeah, just just don't because guess what? If it's, so- if it's two consenting adults, it is nobody's business. It is nobody's business. It-
1: so Netflix, there's been a lot of talk about whether or not they're going to stop doing what has made them so popular, which is dumping all of the episodes at once so people can binge, and talking about going to a re- weekly release. It
3: made, it, I mean, it it kind of like stirred up the culture of how we view media.
1: It for sure did. And and the way that we consume it, because it had always been episodic and I, weekly drops and everything else until Netflix came along. But Netflix came out this week and said, no, 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 no. We're going to keep just dropping the whole season. Well, they
2: added commercials in or they're going to be adding commercials in. I believe that's going to cost uh, that tier is going to be seven dollars a month for like 720p barf, but they're trying to make it more accessible. I don't love Netflix's practices. Uh, I will say I am on the other end of this spectrum uh, when it comes to how I consume shows. I feel like When I binge a show, I am less invested in it, whereas if I watch it week by week by week, I become way more invested in the characters rather than it's forgettable if I just watch entire season in one day. Because I just like I'm not I don't get nearly like every week. I I look back and I go like you think about the show. You you look forward to the episode for me. It builds so I that's how I like to consume personally, and I get more invested long term, which I think is probably better for the uh, at least for the for the producers because I'm, you know, we're seeing that from HBO Max, we're seeing that from Disney Plus, but you know, I think that if they get another like monster ass. Uh, series that you have to watch, which but they, they'll, 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 they'll 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 turn that drip on. Well, one of the ones that wake. we thought
3: that were going to be pretty big, at least for the season, spooky season or whatever, The Watcher, and I I think that this is something that we're seeing a lot that's happening is that these shows, huge shows, and then they have the worst ending ever because they're miniseries yeah. and you don't have time to really like close it out properly, and I I just don't know if Netflix has got the
1: juice. So I've got a Netflix conundrum. I need you guys' help. I had a family member that was moving recently, and they were like, hey, can we use your Netflix because we just need it for a couple of days until we get all of our stuff hooked up at the house type why of would thing. That, why I'm would like, they have no, to that use your that Netflix? Way. That doesn't work that way. I was like, way. fine, sure, go wait, ahead. They, I I know. I may, the, maybe I screwed up. Maybe I screwed up. But I gave, I gave them the password, and then they set up a whole other profile no, that's, in my Netflix. No, that's the way to do it, though. Because no, they were trying know, to be respectful. I, I get that. but You're not messing
2: with your algorithm.
1: I just go on there now, and it's like, here's my here's my shows, and then there's this whole other family. Well, just cut cut the drip off at the new year, because that's when Netflix is going to uh, quote, quote, start
0: cracking down on after, password sharing.
1: After they've given me my Christmas gift. That's right.
0: Yeah. Call or text us at 833 yo dump. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney bring you Bleep BS. It's got to be your bull. Wow.
1: So, this game is not very challenging if you don't have a dirty mind, but pretty much everyone that does listen to the show seems to have a dirty mind. Jesse is joining us on today's program for a round of Bleep BS. Uh, Jesse, do you mind if I call you Uncle Jesse? Just a personal thing? If- yeah, sure. All right, cool. Uncle uh, Jesse.
4: Uncle?
1: Uh, do you have a dirty uh, mind, Uncle Jesse? Probably, yeah. All right. So we've got a total of three in Bleep BS. And Mahoney and Audrey can help you out today because they're in the dark. They don't know the correct answers to these. Um, all three of these individuals aren't saying anything dirty whatsoever. But there are some strategically placed bleeps. So you're trying to get through and get two out of the three correct in order to win today. And, uh, again, there's some strategically placed bleeps in there that are a bit distracting. But mm-hmm. I think you'll do just fine. This first one is Margot Robbie, who I think that we all uh, enjoy her work. She's fantastic on screen. Harley Quinn, man. She's really uh, coming to that role. There was a couple of cops that were trying to stop Margot Robbie and others from doing something. Hmm. What was that? Let's have a listen.
3: And David's there, and he's, he's, you know, and Chivo's f***ing, and everyone's in it. And David's still going. And and then eventually, like, the police literally were, like, in the with us all being like stop you have to stop
1: (laughs) so the police were trying to stop margot robbie from doing something was it a two stunt doubles that were brawling they were trying to get involved in that b street damage that was happening from pyrotechnics that were part of one of her films
2: or c just a film shoot how wild is it though that margot robbie's australian i mean it,
1: she could not get any hotter. And, and then, then she did. And then you're like, what? And then, ta-da. What? Accent. What? Mm. what?
2: That Australian uh, accent. I think personally, it's actually just trying to stop a film shoot, but that's a complete shot in the dark.
3: I feel like it's just regular smegular, the third option. The film like shoot as well? Set, okay. Set, yeah. All
1: right. Uncle uh, Jesse. Uncle Jesse, over to you.
4: Yeah, because I was thinking it was either the first, the first one or the third one. I feel like it was a pyrotechnics to be a lot more. They, they try to stop that a lot more. Um, I, I I'm going to go with uh I'm going go with the third one as well.
1: A film shoot is correct. Yes, on the board of one. So I guess their uh, their time permit had expired and so the cops were getting involved and yeah, not not great for him. Do you
2: remember what Uncle Jesse's band was called?
1: I do not. Do I do. What? The Rippers. The Rippers.
2: Yeah. Jesse and the Rippers.
1: So I didn't know that Uncle Jesse and Danny Tanner were not brothers in Full House. I guess just Uncle Jesse was the Great brother wives. of the of the late wife. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then Uncle Joey was just a friend. He was just a just
2: a dude flopping just, just in a, the
1: basement. Just a freeloading son <laughs> of With a bitch who lived downstairs. Beautiful mullet.
2: Yeah. Weird. Making a Moore set write the greatest album of all time in the nineties. Right. I feel
3: like that's a very weird setup for a home.
2: I mean, it's San Francisco. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah, have oh, cost of living. People. Cost true, true, even, true. even yeah. in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. 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 All right, here we go.
1: Uh, Jesse, Uncle Jesse, if you get this one correct, you are going to win today. This is Viola Davis, and she is talking about what kind of exercise that she likes to do. Mm -hmm.
4: Exercise that's really helpful is a exercise where you take a and you sing a song like (laughs) happy birthday and you just let it all go. And by the end, you're either laughing, crying, both. You're hyperventilating. But the reason why it's helpful is because it is. Your emotions.
1: So Viola Davis talking about doing a very specific type of exercise. Is it A, yoga, B, breathing, or C, personal care?
3: Breathing. I think that she's trying to, like... Whenever you're saying happy birthday, I feel like you're, or ABCs or whatever, you're doing that like on an exhale. So you're trying to get it all out. A, so that's why, is that's why they'll laugh.
2: What do you mean personal care, <laughs> Uh Masturbating. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with B, also breathing. Uh, Uncle Jesse, your thoughts? For the win. I'll stick
4: with him and go with B. Man,
2: y'all kill it all. side note my Dave 57 yeah. years old she is beautiful yeah she is she i cannot great. i cannot believe that she's 57 that's wild good for her must be all that uh self-care it must be or breathing
0: you're listening to dave and mahoney it's dave and mahoney oh good
1: for you so Mahoney, if if I'm being honest with you, I mean, there's a lot of things that you complain about. And you, you know, lazy and this and that. I and, mean, you know, you kind of made that part of your personality.
2: But uh, I'm in- not lazy. I'm efficient, Dave. Sure. I'm working my, my credo. Uh, I've got a couple of them. Uh, don't talk about it. Be about it. But my main one that I have been living my life by for the last let's just say six to seven years is working smarter and not harder so i wasn't
1: going to give you grief i was actually going to compliment you that you are a true ride or die like mahoney will if there's some ish that's going down you can call mahoney and he will be there and he will help you dump the body in lake Maine i don't or have a lot of i
2: don't have a lot of friends yeah but the friends i have are, are the people like yeah man like if you hate somebody i'm i'm it may be a toxic trait like if there's somebody who i know you hate I'm hating them, too. So I'll tell you a quick story there. There used to be
1: this place called the Rainbow Room, and it was kind of like the hip hangout at the time. All of the all of the people would go there on every single weekend, even during the week it was packed. But it, on Fridays and Saturday nights, it was exceptionally busy. Mm-hmm. And I remember that there was some event that we were doing there because a bunch of bands would come through and everything else. Corn was there. It was exactly. Corn was doing a live appearance there, and this was kind of the height of Corn's popularity. There was like 2006 or something like that, probably. Yep. And... They were huge, and so the place is just jam-packed. And there was this guy who was pretty drunk and belligerent and bumped into the girl that I was with at the time. And before I even realized what was going on, because it was the sort of thing where he was drunk, but he aggressively bumped into her and Mm -hmm. didn't say sorry or anything like that. It was just kind of like, deal with it. And before I even realized what was going on, I turn around and I see Mahoney, obviously upset, having words with this guy. And keep in mind, just to give you a visual here, Mahoney's got the spiked up hair. He's got the Affliction shirt with the blazer over top. Some glasses or glasses on? He's wearing his glasses. Freelacing. But he takes them off.
2: <gasps> Imagine Beaker from the Muppets. Weak, wearing a blazer, wearing an affliction shirt that <laughs> yeah. is what my look was in 2006 yeah. i mean that's inaccurate I, i've yeah. got a picture from that night Aww. it's it's accurate
1: but Beaker point boy. is ride or die yeah you know, man, like you don't mess start, with my people start, stuff starts going down my honey's gonna be there yeah i don't know if you would be this much of a ride or die let me tell you about a lady her name is rory susan woods 55 years old and she is out of massachusetts so i guess that there was somebody who was a friend of hers that was going through the eviction process, yeah, yeah. and that's not pleasant, I don't imagine, for anyone, right? But she decided that she was going to do something about it. If you're familiar with the eviction process, it varies from state to state, but normally it's the sheriff or the constable who will show up and actually yep. do the process of, like, you know, you, you got to leave now because we've been through all the, you know, you had the X legal, number of chances yes, to pay or yeah. whatever, and it's gotten approved by a court, and you got go, to go. The, the they website. don't want They don't want to do
2: that, but they have to.
1: So this, this lady, Rory, decided that she was upset that her friend was getting evicted from this house. While the cops were there, she rolled up, and her way of getting back at the cops was to throw angry bees at them. How did she throw angry bees at Was she, she a bee she beekeeper? She, I guess maybe she's a beekeeper. I don't know, but she had a whole hive, and she took it up to the front door, and, and bees go everywhere. How did they not sting her first? I she I don't know if they were just like kind of chill bees, but I, she was intentionally agitating them, like shaking the hive and then throwing it at the cops. It's like a shake weight <laughs> of bees? <laughs>
2: <laughs> just flying out at the cops? Oh, my God. Uh, so, so I th- guess that this is
1: a, a thing. I, I've never heard of this before, but this is a tactic that was used in Ireland back in the 1800s when residents would use boiling water and bees. To evade evictions?
3: Okay, I would just come back later. You ain't got to have bees for that long.
1: Yeah, like the bees aren't just gonna hang out here and wait for me, are they? Yeah, you're
3: not gonna pick them up one by one. You're not yeah. gonna like get the hive back. You have you have vacated. You've evicted the bees from their hive.
1: But one of these poor cops was allergic to bees and oh, got no. stung and had to be hospitalized his because glasses. Of- he <laughs> can't see it without his glasses.
0: Call or text us at eight three three yo dummy. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an into- old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, The Voicemail. Please leave a
4: message after the tone. What makes people so magnetic and alluring? You you ever uh, met someone that has everybody they know, obsessed, and fallen in love with them? What's the science behind that? Uh, The science
2: is hormones, the science is our dumb monkey brains that we see something that's beautiful and beauty in the eye of what we as humans think it is. It's symmetry. Yeah. But, it really is. But have that's you ever met somebody ma- whose
3: personality, like not aside? so like, yeah. I feel like an energy is something that's totally different than looks. Like, yes, Mahoney, totally get but what But I feel saying. like more
2: often than not that's what draws most people. I, I think the rare occasion, like somebody being so outgoing and so magnetic. I mean, there's
1: you see that with, with certain movie stars, right? You're like, how is Paul Rudd this likable in everything he does? He's on Hot Ones just going, look at us. Who would have thought? Because he's perfect. So and it's just so magnetic. Perfect. I know, but how? Well, people people can try to emulate that That their entire looking too Sure. Bad. But I mean, like, you think about how but charming. It goes, too, it
2: goes too far, though, with, I would say, Paul Rudd's a great example of how that works. I think Ryan Reynolds is an example of how it becomes annoying. You think Ryan Reynolds Absolutely. is Absolutely. 100 You do too. Yeah. Really? It's it's so I too didn't, it has yeah. gone too far. We have you, you, you leaned into it a little too much and now so we've passed the point of no return. The thing with...
1: Because I, I still like Ryan Reynolds. I just think that Ryan Reynolds is one of those guys where... Like, Paul Rudd seems like he turns the charm on and then he just sort of settles into being a normal person. It feels like Ryan Reynolds is
2: always so, on.
3: See, I almost feel like the exact opposite Really, to where... I think that Ryan Reynolds is
2: trying to trying. Yep. And
3: it is a I think it's a character for him because he is that same character in commercials, in movies. Like it's almost like he 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 picked one thing that he thought was or that he found to be like a quirk that everybody was like, Oh, I'll take this kind of R snarky, rated yeah. snarky comedy that I don't think he I I, mean, I don't think he writes that, but I think he just like glommed onto that and yep. it's it's annoying now it was it was cheeky at first but now it's every single thing that he's doing it doesn't fit it doesn't fit everything it's like the
2: rock it's just your one note and it's I, i don't love that i will say speaking of magnetic personalities jack black I Jack, love so I so feel much. like that is the example of a guy. Who, he's got sex appeal, first of all. That's I will cause say he's this: awesome.
3: it's because you know it, it, he really does have that, like that stage presence that is just captivating. And he's
1: like a cannonball of energy.
3: Of, uh, yep. I mean, he like he—he
2: he
1: is unreal. his character from the Panda movies. I mean, in
2: this. Did you see the viral video that of was him around, singing yes. to the uh, the kid from the School of Rock and just out of nowhere? Did you see that? was like oh so, my heart.
1: It's flown around the past couple of days. There was a, some charity walk and it was for kids that I don't even know exactly what the cause was, yeah. but there was a young man there who was obviously in a wheelchair and disabled, but like had just problems communicating in general. Uh. And Jack Black was there supporting whatever the cause was, and this kid's mom managed to get his attention, and she's like, "Hey, he's a huge fan." And he specifically loves this one song from School of Rock. And so Jack Black just sits down, takes his little hand in his, and sits there and performs it and just sings it to him.
2: Just like, and the oh. kid is
1: just beaming. Yep. And you're like, man, that sort of energy is just, that is magnetic. That
2: is, that is magnetic. Yeah. Yep, the magnetic. one that
3: I did see him singing along to the other day was about a country song that was a love song. But there's a little bit of a difference because it's a country song about being gay. And I <laughs> loved it. I mean, it really? was because he's just he's just so pro everyone just being happy yes. and in love. And no and ulterior
1: motives, just let's have a good time. Doesn't he is care. authentic. Yes, everything about That's him. magnetism. And, and we can do the
2: splits. And unbelievably. None, sex appeal. Yeah. The exact opposite of all three of us. Yep.
1: Please
4: leave a
0: message after the tone.
4: Weird but important question. How did you feel about starting to shave as an adolescent? Was this like a rite of passage? A nuisance maybe? Thoughts?
1: Message deleted. I went to school with some kids that in sixth grade, they were like full on beards. And I it still can't grow a beard. So I would unnecessarily shave to make it seem like my face had that like Aww. stubble. Yeah, I know. And I You still wanted can.
2: that Kurt Warner, yeah. like perfect five o'clock shadow and from j- the 90s.
1: LOL jokes on me. Yep. Still no.
2: Uh I shaved every day probably from middle school, like eighth grade. I was 25 mm-hmm. I never even knew I could grow a beard
4: really? and then I
2: think literally we were we were when it was like when I got my first morning show job and I was living in San Diego I was you know wasn't a great time for me I was going through some stuff yep. I was smoking a lot, of weed, a lot of weed not going anywhere and I think I decided that like I just you know kind of Wanted didn't to shower see for a week or so and didn't leave the house it was you know kind of not a not a great state to be in sorry uh watched a hell of a lot of uh pride mma which Mm -hmm. still love to this day but i you know my lack of motivation caused me to like realize i could grow a beard and i believe that changed my life for the better what's
1: funny is that during the pandemic i was like this is the perfect time to grow a beard, I should grow a beard right now. See, see, see if I can actually grow this beard. And uh, no, I tried for two years. <laughs> it's nothing.
3: I feel like it's a rite of passage. And whenever you're a kid, there are a couple things that make you feel like you are finally like become. You're getting older,
1: yeah.
3: And it's your ability to stay up late. Like any kid just wants to stay up late. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Don't, don't, don't go to go, bed. Just go to, go to go sleep. Go, go, go to
2: sleep, sleep. kids. You, 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 you ain't missing good.
3: anything. Nothing
1: good's happening. And, when, and there? when did you start shaving your beard?
3: Um, I actually started shaving the day that you told me I had a mustache. Well, so it, probably about three years ago. It was like you met me and you were like, Hey Audrey, this is gonna be like great. We love the fact that you're coming on the show, but we need to change your appearance a little bit. Mustache has got to go. Mean, it was
1: it was just it was only because you were wearing the cowboy hat and like talked about buying a dodge. Yeah.
4: You got diabetes.
0: <laughs> Please, <laughs>
4: leave on. It's what's you for dinner Hi y'all What actually happens to one sock You always lose one sock by the dryer why and where does it go exactly where does it disappear to <laughs> that's uh, what i want
0: to know it's now not, it's not,
2: really it's not a mystery it's not transported to a, another magic dimension no it's either a under the dryer or b somehow got sucked up into the vent also if you have never cleaned your dryer vent not talking the one where the lint is the small one i'm talking about Mine, the one it. that ports out of your house you, that that thing is the most likely thing to catch on fire in your house. They have services that will come clean those. I highly recommend it if you've never done it and you've been in that house for a while. God, I could listen to this all day. <laughs>
4: That's what I want
2: to
1: know. You beautiful Or teenager. if you
2: have a teenage boy, that one sock, uh,
0: you don't want to know her. it's dad.
1: standing up in the corner and... <laughs> <laughs> it's become sentience. That's
0: what I want to know. This is, is, is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz let's all play the movie quote quiz let's all play the movie quote quiz game.
1: Rodrigo is joining us on today's show. Thank you for being with us for a round of the movie quote quiz. Do you mind if I call you Uncle Rodrigo? <laughs>
4: <laughs> can you throw a not football over a mountain? Old. <laughs> I'm not that old. I wish I could be that old and uh, I'll be that wise. But um, you, you could do so if you want to, man.
1: Let's just stick with Rodrigo. That's fine. So here's how this works. There's a total of four quotes. You have to get three out of the four. Mahoney and Audrey in the dark are here to help you out. But you can only tag Mahoney in for one and Audrey in for one. And if you get all uh, of the three that you need to You're going to win today, you get the tickets, okay? Awesome, thanks all right. man Good luck, uh, each one of these, you know like in the 15-20 second range Let the full thing play out and then you can make your guess after that Here is number one in the movie quote quiz
4: Okay um, You're not here to kill me I figured that part out for myself So what's the deal?
0: My mission is to protect you
4: Yeah who sent
0: you? You did.
1: Hmm. Do you know it on your own or do you need some help? Um that's
2: Terminator. Terminator, which one? Does that matter? Yes. It does. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. Which Terminator? The only Terminator, though any one.
1: good? Yes. The one that everyone talks about. Uh,
2: two. Yes. There we go. Excellent,
1: Rodrigo. On the ball. Use your
2: illusions one and two. Yep. I mean, Guns of Roses was never better. Okay, so you need to get two more, and you still have
1: both your lifelines. So Mahoney and Audrey, and I don't know for sure if Audrey will be able to help on this next one, but I bet Mahoney will. Okay. Let's have a listen.
0: Someone alerted the authorities at Carson City. Someone told them about our learner rendezvous. Someone even killed poor Billy Bedlam. Now, could this all be coincidence? Perhaps. Then someone went and tied a rope to our plane. So I ask you, what is going on?
3: I know that voice. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I definitely need the help
4: on this one.
3: Can you play just Mahoney, a little bit please. of it again, or do you know it, Mahoney? I,
2: I know it. Oh. Yeah. Of course he does. I mean, one of the cinemast, cinematic masterpieces, one of the greatest movies of all time, that is the Nicolas Cage vehicle, mm. Con Air. You know that what's crazy to me
3: is that anytime Mahoney knows a movie, it's the greatest cinematic piece of all time. Well, I mean, everything I mean, except
1: is. for the end where the plane simultaneously crashed into the oh. Luxor, the Hard Rock, and the Strat all at the same time on the strip. If you, have, if you haven't if rewatched Con Air in a minute, just watch how massively unrealistic the strip is. One of the most famous Plots it's of it's land like the in magic, the world. It's
2: the, it's the magic bullet, you know. Yeah. Uh, the zip, we had to Zebruder that that plane. Yeah.
1: Okay, Rodrigo. Great news. You've got two bad news. Mahoney is burnt as a help. I am confident though that Audrey will be able to help on one of the next two. We shall see. Let's have a listen. Here we go. Number three.
4: Your father created the program. Didn't have what it takes to make it work, and you did. You always did. That's why you volunteered. I volunteered because I thought our enemies killed him. I volunteered because of a lie. No, you volunteered because of who you are.
1: Mm. That one's tough. Anything, Rodrigo?
4: Nothing. (laughs) Nothing?
2: You're doing real good, man. You're doing great. Doing
4: real good. Uncle Rodrigo, come on. T.O.
1: Rodrigo.
3: So I don't know this, but I do know that the actor was the dude in Men in Black.
1: Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee yeah. Jones.
3: Okay, yeah. so can I hear it just a little bit again? Sure. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. that this is going to be my 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 help, but maybe we can get it again, Roderick, if we listen just a little bit more.
1: That's why you volunteered. I volunteered because I thought our enemies killed him. I volunteered because of a lie. No, you volunteered because of who you are. volunteered because of who you are. Audrey looks stumped. Don't don't waste it if you don't got it. I was
3: gonna say if I, I'm not quite sure I can help you at all. Um, so if you have a guess,
2: go for it. Is that uh, like? Let's just move on. He, he doesn't go, But let me let me throw it. Is that? Is that executive decision?
1: It is not executive decision. Is that under siege? It is not under siege. What is that? It is 2016's Jason Bourne, starring Matt Damon and Tommy Lee Jones. Really? Yeah. It's all right, Rodrigo. You're uh, you're, right. you're out on that one. You got one yourself. I must Mahoney have helped you another one. Movie. Fourth and final one. You have to get this point, and Audrey's help is still available. But this is the last one.
0: Here we go. Also from 2016. That uh, is is a no go on the Tipperu Jar. I'm not here for him. I'm here for you. Whew. Okay, wow, dodged a big-time bullet on that one. Not out of the woods yet. You need to seriously ease up on the bedazzling. They're jeans, not a chandelier.
3: God, dude, I mean, he's the same person in every movie. Mm -hmm. Rodrigo, I hope you got it, dude.
4: Uh, Can you repeat it again, please? Yes,
0: you are the best contestant. That uh, is is a no-go on the tip of I'm not here for him. I'm here for you. Oh. Okay, well, wow, dodge a big time bullet on that one. It's not oh. out of the woods yet. You need to seriously ease up on the bedazzling. They're jeans, not a chandelier. I People mean the Chad only furious, the, the only
3: movie that I can think of has gotta be Deadpool.
4: That's Rodrigo? What would, that's what I would go with. That's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh I'll follow that. You're going Deadpool?
1: For the win. Yeah. You are correct.
4: That came out in 2016. That's the thing
3: that was tripping me up. I didn't realize that movie was that old. Yeah,
1: six years old.
2: Yeah, the third one's
1: not too far away. Congratulations, I guess, Rodrigo. He did fine. It's
0: Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh,
1: good for you. So if you've been listening to the show for the past couple of weeks, you know there's been some high drama around these parts. We have been traded to a different broadcast group. The station, the show, the whole bit of it, which is fine. Uh, that you know, sort of you thing.
3: feel like a peak athlete. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what, that, that's exactly what it is. They're not trading away the third string quarterback who has no value anymore. No, no, no. This we we are the the, the one going to Bill Pelichick. Th- that's right, with all the conditional draft picks that go the yeah. Other we're direction. Juan Soto. Yeah, that's going exactly to the Padres. Right. Exactly right. Uh, but I mean, it's it's been something where you know we're kind of sorting everything out. There's a new studio being built, all of that stuff. Uh, but everyone has been sort of everyone's been so cool on both sides so far, you know, we're just kind of sorting through everything, trying to figure it all I out. I feel
2: like we're kids in a divorce. Because we're of. the only ones. Because, yes. uh, mm-hmm. you know, with our between our two business daddies or business mamas, uh, we are the only ones who are anything's really changing for. I mean, like, like we are we have to physically move buildings.
3: But we don't get two Christmases.
2: I, I did text our current boss.
1: I said, is this my fault? Do you still love me? And he didn't respond. Mm-hmm. You yes. may get
2: a letter with a $5 yeah. bill in the mail uh, two weeks after your birthday.
1: Uh, Kyle said, "Bossy Rossi traded you all for a parking space." That is also accurate. But the point is, we've been doing you know meetings with the the new business daddy and just kind of get everyone getting acclimated and you know saying hello. And there's a lot of people that we've worked with in the past that are over there, so it's it's seeming like a, a pretty easy transition. But we had a meeting yesterday, and
2: Mahoney, you almost didn't make it, uh, Dave. And I feel like this would have been a bad way to kind of get our you know our new relationship off on the, I think it may have started us off on the wrong foot. Yeah, uh, We had about 90 minutes to kill between the show and the meeting that we were doing yesterday and it was just enough time for me to not want to drive home and then drive across town and have to deal with all of that. So I'm like, well I'm just going to kind of go that direction and see what I can find. Yeah, But yesterday I had not eaten anything during the show or even before and I had drank a whole lot of black coffee. (gasps) Uh, Oh, no. It it, it hits you, As I'm driving, you know, it's only like a 10 or 12-minute drive from here. My stomach starts to... I mean... There's
1: nothing worse than when you feel that, like, turn, and then you just... Start sweating. You're just like, I'm oh my the God. Goosebumps. Yes, you're like, uh, your whole body's like, there's an emergency. Help. <laughs> it, was, it was real bad. And so I was like, well, Help me. Help. what
2: I'm going to do is like, I'm also hungry, so I'm going to kill some time between this. I try, While your stomach is growling and turning. Well, I figured I would take care of business, go eat, and then maybe that take care of so business again, and then go to the meeting because that's, you know, that would fill that 90 minute gap between things that we had going on. So we have talked about this many times on the show. We have the world's worst Wendy's on the planet. Planet, right next to our current radio station Right, but
1: there's another Wendy's that's close to the new radio station Which is very Which exciting. I've eaten
2: at, but it's been a couple years since right. I've been there Because it's way out of the way for my, my drive home And so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stop by the new uh, Wendy's and uh you know get a taste of the good life. So I park my car and things are already. I'm already like turtle walking, mm-hmm. you know, thing or penguin walking because this is not this things. Things are happening and this is not good. Is one of those things where like every step you are like. Boop, 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 uh, it's my boop, stomach boop, is is definitely uh, dancing. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, it's moving around. There's disco happening. I get to the I get to the door of this Wendy's. I try to open it. And I see somebody from the Wendy's stick their head out right before I open it, and they yell something, but I don't really hear but I think they're yelling, Hey Mahoney! Uh, 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 like, you know, they.
1: they oh, are, you d- hold on, you think it's an adoring fan putting their head out there? I'm to gonna be
0: throw like, up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw up.
2: I literally shit 100% thought they said, Hey Mahoney, and I'm like, Hey, 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 hey what up? <laughs> <laughs> And so ah. I turn. <laughs> try to open the door and it's locked and I'm like oh what's going on here and like they they stick their head out the window again they're like we're short staffed the the dining room's closed and but like I had kind of already started already got a
1: sharpie in his hand he's ready to go and they're like
2: no (sighs) no So what did you do? Uh, so, I again. I, I
3: can't. I, literally the thought of you going to pull on it and seeing someone's head, thinking that they were like a fan of you in the show. Yeah, they had you a have mask going. I could We
2: talked about, you're to talk about to. Wendy's,
1: and I praised that Wendy's. <laughs> take a dump in your pants, and meanwhile you're like, hey there, friend. How are you? <laughs>
3: but also he said, I don't know if you just caught this, Dave, but he said that we've been crapping on every Wendy's and admiring this one. So maybe they heard. <laughs> <The>
1: sh- <laughs> For sure, yeah. Your words resonate throughout the Wendy's community. <laughs> they should, yeah. And you think you think maybe they locked it down intentionally to get you back? I
2: thought they they could have closed it oh, down God, privately, Brian. so I could have had my own private oh. dining room. Because oh, I don't I don't want to be it's disturbed. More ridiculous.
1: What are you, Saludian? Yes. Like, get
0: up. Call or text us at eight three three yo double, and on social media at Dave and Mo complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney, then call and leave a message.
4: 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, The voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I got to tell you guys, you know, listening to you talk about cheeseburgers, we have the best cheeseburgers in Wisconsin. So it ain't a cheeseburger unless it's got cheese curds on the top. I Message deleted. Ooh,
2: have you had a cheeseburger with cheese curds on the top? Of course I have. I mean, in Wisconsin is have. famous for their juicy Lucy, man. Like you got cheese on top Excuse and cheese me. in the middle. That's I mean Family show. I'll put that juicy Lucy all up in my mouth. I'll, mm-hmm. I will, I will eat that until it is completely gone.
1: I'm saying. Have you had cheese curds on a cheeseburger before? Because no. I feel like my honey's shaming me no, for not.
2: When Bossy Rossi and I, that horse and son of a bitch, when we go to lunch at uh, certain places that have cheese curds, if they offer them, we order them every single time. But do you put them on? Do they you put them on the burger? Sometimes you do. Okay, there's burgers that are out there. I mean, you can never. There's something you can never go wrong with a burger, by putting more cheese or cheese-related products onto it. The best thing I do is if you go to a a place and you get a cheeseburger, and then they have cheese fries, but it's the, like, dippy cheese fries, not Mm. the, like, you know, and then you order a cup of that cheddar sauce on the side and you dip your cheeseburger into that side of cheese, it is a absolute fat guy game changer. I promise you, you will never look back. You can never eat a cheeseburger the same way at a place that has.
1: So you're not going like Cool sauce. Ranch or something like that. You're going warm cheese on. already on your cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. That may or may not already have cheese curds on it as well. Yes. Got it.
3: You're addicted to cheese. You know that? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. What well, would be you, harder? Are you addicted uh, to cheese? Divorcing
1: your wife or stopping eating cheese forever? Oh, boy. <laughs> are you kidding? Mahoney's face right now is, is legit not, wincing.
2: He is. Go ahead. Make, make your decision. I, I, I. Why would you? Why? Dave, these are things <laughs> You're, that I love to be the, easiest the most answer. in the world.
3: It's supposed You're, to be. I would never is, leave my, my he,
2: wife. This is how much he loves what? cheese. He's not even going to lie. Right? Hold up, He's addicted. Hold uh-huh. But let me, let me use some reasoning here. Okay. Cheese would never leave me. That's true. My wife? No. Nah. She's had it. She's had. It, she's probably had plenty. <laughs> Her fill. Please leave a
0: message after the tone. Let's say you have strictly ten years, and you must win Olympic gold. What event do you choose?
4: Message deleted.
2: Curling.
1: Curling. Yeah, because that's the one you it's can be only a fat guy, guy in. That's yeah. Yeah. the only one. Yeah.
3: You also have to be incredibly strong.
1: No, not no, you're really. not. You're not thinking about curling. Is a little one with a little broom and the thing on oh, the ice. Oh, what's yeah. the one where
3: you toss it?
1: That's like discus or shot, or shot put. put. Curling, you're thinking of like curling, like, maybe the hammer. No, no, throw. no, no yeah. I
3: was thinking of the throw, oh. like where you twist around. That's and a hammer, toss. hammer.
2: That's a hammer throw. Yeah,
3: but it's like a disc.
2: That's oh, that's discus. Like that's discus. Yeah, or all these, shot are, put. Are, all these games <laughs> have very phallic sounding names, yeah. right? Shot put, hammer discus, throw, hammer throw. Mm-hmm. yeah, curling.
3: Also, it was just a barbaric time back in the day. Like, they were just like, let's see how strong you are by just like throwing something. Yeah, all
1: right. If, like the, the first Olympics in Greece, oh, everyone's concerned. like, all right, first off, everybody get naked. All right, cool. Now let's start throwing stuff. And uh, who wants to rest the pole? Vault? Yeah, <laughs> how fast can you run the rings? Yeah. Uh huh. What else is, is
3: Olympics like gay? <laughs> is it like a gay thing?
1: I mean, they might have started out that way. I hope so. Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Sign me <laughs> It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Oh, well, your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a firework stand. It's the Redneck Report. Uh, I will hunt. I'm Dave and Mahoney.
1: All right, so you guys tell me if you think that these guys had been up all night partying because I'm going to say yes. There, there's this dude named Gino. He's 73 years old, and him and his son opened fire after they got a ring doorbell notification at 7 a.m. on a Saturday.
2: So you get a ring notification, you get the little, woo, you know, whatever. Yep. And then you just decide to just go out and start shooting? That's Wh- what happened. What was out there? Was there a bear? Was there like, uh, something? What, what was going on outside?
1: It was a elderly woman who is a neighbor of theirs who had received a medicine delivery for them hmm. and had brought the medicine over and hung it on their front door. After they got the alert, the father and son left their home armed with forty fives. And started searching for, you know, the burglar at 7 Uh a.m. on Saturday, which is prime burglaring hours. They found a woman looking at her phone in a dark vehicle with dark windows and the engine running, and they started to target her. When she looked up, Gino standing at the back of the vehicle with a gun pointed at her, screaming for her to get out of the car. She threw it in reverse in an attempt to escape and crashed into a car behind her. The teenage son thought she was trying to back into his dad, opened fire. They shot seven times, and the woman... Was not hit.
2: Thank, so God, thank God. These God idiots. A terrible
1: shot. Uh, they both got arrested and charged. With can all we kinds just of put stuff.
2: these dopes in front of a firing squad? If you're trying to just pop off rounds at an old woman who is delivering you, who's doing you a mail. favor? She's doing you a favor, man. Dude, what kind of dope? I mean. How, how paranoid are you that you... Did you think the 85-year-old woman was the government tr- coming to take your stuff? Also, if you have a Ring doorbell, look at the Ring doorbell footage to see who
1: it was. That's yeah. the point of it. Mm-hmm. So a couple of guys decided they were going to uh, burglarize some local churches, and they went for the most obvious thing. Uh, what the the... the, the offering plate plate that they pass around no 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 a little different than that any other guesses uh the sacramental wine nope they didn't go for the wine they went for a uh, portable air compressor
2: and three lawnmowers i mean i've always wanted a portable air compressor I have you why for what you never know why you may or may not need a portable air compressor but it's just good to have one on hand in case you just want to like air compress stuff portably power wash something
1: because you can hook up an air compressor to a power washer, right? I believe so. I mean, these guys just seem like... Fill a lot of balloons. It, it doesn't seem fill like... Fill up your t- tires.
2: Oh, yeah, you can fill up your tires. I've actually got one of those for my wife. You have? I do. It's yeah. in my garage. They, I guess, have been uh,
1: stealing from different churches, And again, the things that they were stealing, multiple lawnmowers. I don't know why you need three lawnmowers. They ride
2: lawnmowers, at least, or are they push these say. lawnmowers. Yeah, I didn't say. Because, like, also trying to push... Would you... You ever try to, like, if you've got, like, two bins, one for recycling and one for trash, do you ever try to move them both out at the same time? Because I imagine that's like moving two lawnmowers at the same time. You can't really do what yeah. you do. you got to pull and push yeah. one at the same time. It's, uh, it's very, very tricky.
1: And finally, a Kentucky woman uh, stabbed her male cousin over a dispute over a borrowed adult toy.
3: Oh, why would you ever borrow something like that?
1: Especially when it's your cousin. So, Crystal oh. Denim, 34 years old. Of course it was Crystal. Told, uh, and of course her last name is Denim, uh, told police that her cousin had gotten into an argument with her over an adult toy. Mm-hmm. She had borrowed the adult item As and he wanted it back. Yeah, because normally I'm thinking, hey, cuz, do you have any uh, spare sex toys that I can borrow?
2: I like borrowing a cup of sugar, sure. Uh, you know, some uh, a tool. But that kind of tool, I feel like that's you. Not
1: great. And here's the part that got me about the, the details. After telling him to leave, he grabbed her by the elbow, and then she used a kitchen knife to stab him, and he had cuts in his on his arm and his back, and his armpit. I mean,
0: is this
2: a Ow. glowing recommendation for whatever that toy was, though? Because she is willing to cut a bitch.
0: Call or text us at 833 Yo Dummy. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message 833 Yo Dummy. Now, the off. Oh.
4: You know, Audrey, it's been really awesome to see how your life has changed and matured. I've always enjoyed you joining the show ever since you did it. But uh, recently, when you made a certain comment, and I quote, I could have you or your dad. i just like to say thank you because I spit water out of my nose and then almost coughed my lungs out of my chest and almost died. So keep being you, Audrey. You're awesome. Message
1: deleted. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. That's the one that you, that you sunk your teeth into? I could have you. You or your dad? Yeah. yeah,
3: I think it's just because and uh, the in the age that I'm currently at thirty swing, swing one years high. old.
1: Yeah, for
3: the youngs or the olds
1: are mm-hmm. the same. Best of both worlds.
4: Please leave a message after the show. It's so easy to hate something that everybody loves, but what is something that you love that everyone seems to hate?
1: Message deleted. Cottage cheese straight out the bin with some Cholula on it. Just give me a spoon and let me go.
3: Cholula on? Oh,
2: yeah. Is there anything kind of you cheese. don't eat Cholula on? Not really.
3: Mahoney, you with cheese. You, Dave, Cholula. Everything. Okay.
2: You put some cheese on Cholula. Well, you can't really put no, cheese No, I just on put Cholula. it on the whole bottle. Cover that slow <laughs> wood top. Like a Maker's Mark <laughs> like a little, bottle little, of cheese? Tip, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's
1: fancy. That's no, all Mahoney's bottles are sealed off at his house.
3: I mean, like, if you just did it with the Velveeta, it would yeah. harden like that.
2: I feel like that would work. I don't know if there's anything that other people just absolutely hate that I love. I can't think of anything really off the top of my head. I love, if we're being real, like really crappy food. Like, I love Kraft macaroni and cheese. I love Mm -hmm. me some Chef Boyardee. I love Mm -hmm. SpaghettiOs. But I also feel like there's a lot of people who also feel that same way about those things.
3: I think my answer would be myself. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Jesus. This, is the, Dave and this show. is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. the Dave and
1: Mahoney Show. All right, so for those of you that oh. missed the first part of this story, Mahoney is on oh, the I'm way sweating. to a meeting with our new business daddy when all of a sudden he realizes take a massive dump, and so he stops at this new, at this Wendy's, which is near the new radio station, and as he's walking towards the door, somebody p- pokes their head out the window that works at the Wendy's, the and Mahoney automatically thinks that it's a super fan of his, sticking their head out the window to say, hello, I love you and adore you, I'm so happy you've come to our humble Wendy's and grace us with our presence. <laughs> And then he
4: realizes... All the, while, all the while, he has to take the biggest dump Yes, He has to take the
1: biggest dump. His hands are quivering. Oh, my God. I'm and tears. that's when he notices that the dining room is totally empty.
2: No, I pulled on the door. And he, in
1: his own twisted mind, thinks, clearly they have shut this down just for me because I'm such a huge celebrity and they must have anticipated that I'd be driving by with the hot squirts. <laughs> and turns out that they were just <laughs> sticking their head out the window to inform him sir we're closed we're understaffed so what did you do
2: well I can't so we still have about I would say about 70 minutes until this meeting is supposed to start but I'm starving and my stomach is rumbling which is a weird combination to have. I know there's a hot chicken place that's nice right up the street about a mile and a half away. Hot so hot chicken place. A hot chicken place okay. which you, you, like and hot I mean, you, place. you and I have eaten there plenty of times Audrey. I, I know
3: it's, it's small. So the fact that you were just going to go dump and then eat and then dump again in this small venue that literally has like 10 tables. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know they're gonna hear that. Then you're gonna walk up to the counter and be like, "Give me a large mm. hot chicken sandwich." And and they, like, a
3: hot chicken of all things when your stomach is on yeah. fire. The thing that they're you like, oh, the spicy food. sure?
2: I was craving it, and so I Google, you know, oh just God. Google to see if they were open. I drive up there, and I'm like, "Oh, they're open! Great!" Pull the door. Nope, not open. They're not open for 15 more minutes. <laughs> so. I'm starting to go into panic mode uh-huh. right now because I start my like my rolodex of places that have decent enough bathrooms that I can kind of remain somewhat anonymous at in this <laughs> because general you're vicinity. such a
1: huge celebrity again.
2: I am well known around town. People Except know who Wendy's. I am,
4: Dave.
1: <laughs>
2: they oh they don't. They, I don't need stories of hey Mahoney came in here blew up our bathroom that and is then literally
1: just left. left
2: on brand for you you're talking about it right now publicly so you don't want to make I don't want to make eye contact with anybody Got who it. knows what's going on and I don't I, it's one thing if I could tell the story because I control the narrative but if somebody else is telling the story it doesn't it I don't come off nearly as charming
1: so here's where we throw up here's where we are Mahoney has now realized that he has struck out for the second time and you know exactly what I'm talking about when the bee hole starts quivering a little bit, and you're like, "Oh,
3: you get the chills." Yeah,
1: it's like, it's like in movies when the dam's about to break.
2: It's like, oh. especially
3: because you know the toilet is so <laughs> close by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Mahoney. So you so
2: you you're over. I'm two. panicking. I'm sweating, and I I think of one place that's about a mile from this hot chicken place. It's a bar, but. Everybody at this bar knows me. Of course they do. You're a huge celebrity. No, it's because I'm a drunk, and we do a lot of segments that involve drinking, Dave. Oh, okay. That's so, a that that sense. Name uh, the bar. <laughs> Don't.
1: Don't. <'Cause
2: laughs> so, much, what, what this man did at this bar is illegal in 13 states. So I, so I drive down to the bar. Uh-huh. I get in. <gasps> I make it through past the host stand, yeah. past the thing. Okay. I go, I make it to this beautiful bathroom. Mm. Relief. Happened. I'm a new person.
3: How long did it take? Was it quick? Was because you had been holding it for a while? So was it a quick one?
2: I was in there for like <laughs> oh my God, better eight to, eight like. to ten minutes. Okay. I was. I mean, I was on my phone also, but you wanted to make sure everything. Were well, you doing
1: that thing where you're like your hands are shaking while you're trying to undo your pants? No. And oh. it's like as
2: the pants are coming down, it's just it, <laughs> it actually it was it, it was it was it wasn't that it was okay good good uh anyway. Eight to ten minutes later, I emerge from this bathroom. Mm-hmm. You emerge, much to my chagrin. There's now a hostess who I know at the front of this place. And he goes, "Hey, I heard you're going to be featuring one of our beers this week. You uh, you here to pick them up?" And I had to say, "No, no, I was not. I've already got it. It's already been dropped off." Okay, what, what, and then I had to shamefully. <laughs> Walk back out, and then they knew, and I knew what had just transpired in that bathroom. You
3: didn't even stay for a beer. Oh, because you were driving no, around. because to we find had, you had to no go,
2: time. <clears throat> we're going to meet our new business daddy. I can't show up there drunk. Just the same reason why I didn't stop there and go blow up their bathrooms.
3: Oh my gosh! So you looked at the sweet, sweet man or woman in their eyes. She was,
2: she was like twenty eight. Sweet
3: woman in her eyes, with both of your eyes. And your brown eye and you just look at her and you say, "No, nah, man, I just came here to take a dump no, in your restaurant." No. I was like, I'm just
1: I was I'm just leaving. And she looked back at him and said, "You are such a you're the biggest celebrity that's ever pooped in this
0: market." <laughs> <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere.
4: <laughs> Wait the setting sun where the wind blows wild and free there's a lovely spot just the only one that means home sweet home to me if you follow the old kid carson trail till the desert meets the hills oh you certainly will agree with me it's the place of a thousand thrills Nevada, home means the hills, home means the sage in the pine Out by the trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the Golden West Home means Nevada to me One more time now